1: Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the Standing Out of How podcast. Today is just Laura and myself. Hi, guys. So, it's going to seem odd, but people involved in buying a house, sometimes not everybody involved in that transaction actually wants to buy a house.
2: Yes, we have stories. We have stories, <laughs> yes.
1: So, this episode, what we're going to do is describe some, some ways which people may intentionally or unintentionally wreck their being, their ability to buy a house. Stay tuned.
0: Habitation Investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from Radon
1: All right, Laura, so not everybody wants to buy a house, even though they're going through the motions. What, and I got a list here that were received of, uh, you know, I've talked to other people about things people have done to wreck a deal, sometimes accidentally. Laura, what, what you start off, starts off.
2: Sometimes with? on purpose. Sometimes they've put in an offer on a house and then they decide, that they like this house better and they need to get out of the first house to get the second house in contract. So they'll come in and go find anything you can so we can get out of this contract. Or you could have somebody yes. who doesn't want to purchase the house and the spouse may want to purchase the house. We had this happen oh, once. Oh, yeah. This was this.
1: <laughs> this is the one. I think it was over in Indian Lake. I think it was, too. So, the uh, husband wife buying a place. Apparently, wife wanted the place a lot more than the husband did.
2: Who didn't want it at all.
1: So, what he did is the week before they closed, he went out and bought a large pickup truck or you know something like that. It was a large truck. Therefore, wrecking their financial, credit. you know, the credit, at least for that... Well, it would have tore the whole, ruined their whole uh, debt to income the to ratio. Yeah. yeah, debt to income ratio. So they couldn't buy it then. No. And my understanding is he knew
2: what he was doing and did it on purpose. Yes.
1: So I'm I'm certain there are fights that night
2: oh, oh, that at that household. Least, at
1: least. that But night, but yes. you're right. We've we've had people come to the house and go, "Hey, I want you to find something because we're not we're not buying this house," and they know that already. They're not buying it. So sometimes they exaggerate things that we we find in order to get out of the deal
2: like that. one we just had last week, we had a listing agent call us up livid because they had a new air conditioner and they had this and they had that. And the roof wasn't that old. And how could we say that their air conditioner needed replaced and how, and so you and I pull up the report. We're like, what are you talking about? And all of the stuff that he was complaining about was how we had it in the report. So we had a brand new air conditioner. We it was had not, it was not how
1: we had in the report.
2: No, the the stuff that he told us, like the brand new air oh, the conditioner. Seller, the
1: seller said it was new, and right? It.
2: And it was, and that's how we had it in the report. That's not how our client portrayed it to the listing agent, because I'm assuming they decided they didn't want it in for order whatever reason. Of it, yes, and so they made things out to be worse than we had in the report.
1: I remember that. They also said that we claimed the whole roof needed replaced. And we it, just
2: said some shingles needed
1: repairs. Yeah, it had some wind damage, so it needed right. some, some repairs. But, but the we report didn't did not say replaced. it needed replaced at all. Yeah. That was not in there. No. But yeah, and the water heater was only like a few years old. It wasn't old. It was, like, it was like
2: five, seven years old, Something maybe? like that.
1: I think the seller said it was five years old, but it was actually the manufactured date shows it was seven years old. So it may have been only in there like a year or so, younger than that. But everything that was complained about was not mm-hmm. in the report. So this is another case where the seller, the buyer,
2: Didn't want exaggerated
1: it. or said things are blatant, blatant not true in order to get out of a deal. I mean, I remember I had, a, had a father. He was a father of the daughter. His daughter was buying the place. And they tried to say that I had claimed that they needed to replace the whole roof, which was not in the report at all. No. And at that case, it was probably just an overly protective father, a father, father wanting a new roof for to, his yeah, kid. trying to cheat and not be truthful in things. So, here's some other things that he's not supposed to do. If you want to make certain you get the house, if you, well, first of all, unemployment money, that doesn't count as income. No. Apparently, somebody.
2: Tried to Try
1: to say that as yeah. income. That doesn't work.
2: No, because that's not long term. That's not something that's always coming in. There's a deadline to that.
1: Yeah. Here, Here's one. Here's a story. Do not buy a diamond engagement ring for your, uh, say, your girlfriend the week or so before you close. <gasps> so, I'm guessing. And somebody did that. Uh, yep. So, somebody probably. Buying a house with his girlfriend and go, you know, I'm going to surprise her. The we will close. I'm, I'm going to propose to her. <sighs> and
2: they could get the... Yes,
1: yes. Oh, I'm... Romantically tragic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh.
1: So that that has happened. Uh, definitely pay your child support. If you're behind, you should not get a loan. You no. will not get a loan. No. Yeah. No. You shouldn't be letting... Aunt, anyway... Do not
2: be late on rent if you're renting. That does get reported to credit bureaus yep. they will verify
1: that. Another thing is your employer can't be a also your family member. Like your only employer that you're working for is, is a family member. I think I think that came about from some store in which they doubted the employment the, the le- was legit, yes. Well remember one time we had a rental place. And we had somebody who wanted to rent it. He couldn't. He didn't really couldn't verify his employment. So then he gave us a, a number to call that he said was his employer. I think it was his wife's or girlfriend's cell phone number because he answered the phone.
2: And we <laughs> hung up and called in a day and said no.
1: Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. And one, one thing was suggest we have would make sure your employer the, your employer. Phone number should be a landline, not a cell phone. Right. And that may be an older thing, but this guy, it was his, it was his spouse, and he answered the phone himself. It was like, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, it might not have been a spouse then. It might have just been his
1: phone. Yep. The other um, thing is, do not deposit cash into your bank account. I think that is based upon, because they don't know where the cash came from, and then we'll make sure you have legitimate employment.
2: Well, remember when we were doing stuff... Um, our daughter just bought a house earlier this year, and we helped give her money as a gift. And we had to write up statements and sign and have them verified that we had given her the cash as a gift.
1: Yeah, so they're really pe-
2: really specific about what you can and can't do. And
1: where's cash coming from. And where
2: it came from. And we even had to verify where it came from in our end also. Yes, which was a huge pain in the butt, but which, which you, do reminds what you me,
1: do for your kids. Yeah. It reminds me there's another, another thing. If you say you do one, a certain type of work and you go from being an employee to being like a 1099 employee, 1099 is like, different. That's different. Even though it's the exact same work, maybe you make the same amount of money, maybe a little bit more. If you're a 1099, they want two years. Uh, of verification that, that you're making that income. So do not, if you're a W-2 employee, do not become a 1099.
2: Until after you've purchased the
1: house. Until you close and everything's done, yeah. Def- you don't want to wreck, wreck your uh, ability to buy.
2: You're also going to need addresses for the last two years. So keep track of those. Pull your credit report. You know, you can do like a soft pull from um, Equifax, TransUnion, uh, the other E-word I can't think of Experian. it. Experian. Yep. You can uh, request once a year a credit report from them so that you have an idea of what your credit is and the addresses. Um, also, another one is the... Uh, so, for example, Ohio is what's called a dower state. So it means that if I buy a house, Jim has 50% invested in that also just by virtue of the fact that we're married. So he, will, he had to sign paperwork... Because we've always done it where whichever one of us had the better job was the one that got the credit or or did whatever, and that switched in the twenty years of marriage that we've had. So the one rental property that we had was in my name. Yes, and you had to sign while we were purchasing that that you were married and that you knew I was I was I knew buying you were the doing house. That. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I doubt that that's changed very much. I, I don't know that the statutes of that have changed, but I don't think you can just buy a house unbeknownst to your spouse. So you need to make sure that they know what's going on and that they're there to sign paperwork. Yep.
1: And then, if you're, I understand if you move to the first time, you're buying a house, or you move to a bigger place, you're gonna want some furniture inside there. Do not go to Value Furniture anywhere and until
2: after you have signed
1: and yeah and, sealed make it, and do and not key. make any big purchases. No, Nothing, no appliances, no no car, definitely not no furniture. Wait till after you've closed on everything because that's terrible. If you
2: because yeah because you've got it. You, and you lose it yeah because you bought
1: something for it.
2: So if in doubt. Talk to your loan officer no matter what, no hesitation. They would very much rather you ask them a question and be able to say, no, don't do that so that you can get the
1: house. Yep. So I think that's that's the main thing that I've seen people screwing up on is, on the stories we hear, they buy something right before they close right. and, and it wrecks it.
2: Yeah, don't do anything. I don't think you're even really supposed to use your credit cards much prior to that. That you're supposed to keep everything down and just, you know, use your bank account, like your debit card. It was kind yeah. of what they had told Caitlin.
1: Well, yeah, they're probably afraid because of her age that she'd go buy something large and then they kind of wreck things. But she's she's pretty level headed. Well, I was, going I, I
2: thought that was like more in general from what he was saying, but I could be wrong about that. It could have just been her age. So, so anyway, if in doubt, don't do it.
1: Yep. So, if any of you real estate agents or us have any good stories regarding this, give us let, a
2: call. We will be happy to us have you know. on. Oh, <laughs> yes,
1: because there's always some strange things that people do before they buy a house to wreck it. Yes. Now, and, and, and sellers also.
2: Oh, yeah. We, we actually had a seller that walked away from it. They were getting ready to close, and the day before close, they said that they weren't selling it now.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. I That's remember been that. a few years. It's been a few years. Well, I had one seller, I was doing an inspection, and he kept bragging to the buyer things that he did to skirt around the county rules. For, regarding uh, like, like what he was doing, with improvements he was doing to the house. And something had to do with drainage and where he routed some pipes. So and getting sellers pulled. Sellers can ruin things as well, and who knows that seller may have done that on purpose. I don't know, right? But I know I know that deal did not go through,
2: <laughs> right? Because
1: I I did especially that buyer about two three weeks later.
2: Oh, to yeah house. Yep. Oh, don't forget also make sure that you have a good accountant to do your taxes. That way, you have a good idea of what you have, where things are going. If you've purchased a house, that's going to be something different on your taxes also. So make sure that you have someone who's able to handle some of that new stuff for you.
1: Yeah, because if you're self-employed, they look at you a little bit differently.
2: Yes, So you definitely. need like
1: two, three years of good.
2: Self-employment you know, taxes. You know, good record
1: and uh, you know, numbers of what you do. And we talked to an accountant the other day and he's had business owners come into his place and they have no idea what they actually earned. No idea what a
2: profit loss statement is. They don't know
1: anything, which is
2: insane to me.
1: Yes, that's crazy. So anyway.
2: Keep track of your stuff.
1: Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.